Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is It For Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week on the pod, we took a deep dive into the 1990. Winona Ryder, Cher, baby Christina Ricci, rom-com, family drum, (laughs) mermaids. Um, And uh, this week we have a really lovely introduction from Alyssa Kay. Alyssa Kay is um, somebody that I only see probably like every five to six months, Um, but I feel like I share more with this person than I do with most people in my life because she is my hairstylist. Um, And first of all, she's phenomenal at um, her artistry. Um, And she's also a big movie fan, pop culture fan. And so uh, the last time I was there, we were talking about picks for the pod and she suggested mermaids. And here's her introduction. Hi, this is Alyssa. And I am super excited to do the intro for today's movie, Mermaids. This movie came out during the holiday season when I was eight years old. It had a great cast. Cher, who is an absolute icon. Winona Ryder, who came from the same area that I came from. A super adorable baby Christina Ricci. The 80s movie hunk from Sixteen Candles, whose name I cannot remember off the top of my head. And Bob Hoskins. When I was a kid, I really couldn't tell the difference between Bob Hoskins, Danny DeVito, and Phil Collins. They were all the same to me. Very interchangeable. I found out as an adult that our nanny's son had a very small role in this movie. He was part of the family that Winona Ryder sees when she runs away. I probably should have given that a spoiler alert if nobody has seen this yet. I really loved this movie when I was a kid. I felt like I related to it somehow. I didn't understand it then, but realized as an adult, it is because my mother is Cher in this movie. She was married nine times and we did move around a lot. Don't ever do that to your kids. This movie has nuns playing horseshoes, nuns buying shoes. I'm not sure why it's called mermaids. Maybe because Cher has been in, so she's like a siren. I am a big fan of the podcast. When I listen, I feel like I'm gabbing with my three best friends. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this movie. Is it for real? I can't even say I'm confident about what it's for real means. But I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. See ya, besties. (laughs) Awesome. That's great. We also struggle with what. Well, but, yeah, <laughs> I know. We don't even know. We're not even really sure, but I think that's yeah. the fun of it. Yep. Yeah, um, that's great. It's a great. I intro. also love to add Phil Collins to the list mm, of mm-hmm. of balding, interesting, <laughs> yeah, men um, in the Bob Bob Hoskins sphere. Um, yes. So, getting into levels, I think I'm going to make my level shoop shoop. Mm. It's in his kiss because. I remember so strongly in this movie, the scene where Cher and Winona Ryder and baby Christina Ricci all had the same hairstyle and they were wearing those polka dotted dresses and they were singing Shoop Shoop, It's in His Kiss. Yeah. And 
when I watched the movie this week, I realized that's not in the movie at all. Uh, that's in the music video um, that Sharon made for this movie. Right. And I realized that most of my memories of this movie were that music video, which I very <laughs> much enjoy, but it's not the movie. I have seen this movie when I was a kid, but I think I've seen the music video more times than that. And it's like, they dress like like the same, like Cher at the beginning. And then halfway through they switch and like Cher is in like a leather jacket and a crop top. And they're all like in these like eighties, early nineties crop tops and leather jackets, spray painting. Um, so it's delightful. That was our Facebook post this week, wasn't it? The that's why I, that's why I put that in there. And then when I saw yeah. the, it was like it's barely in the movie, but it's it's it, because Cher did a recording of that song yeah. for this movie. I remember that as well. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll make my level Little Women because both of these movies have Winona Ryder and a terrifying scene where a child is like stuck in some kind of river or ice like I actually misremembered and I thought that Christina Ricci had fallen through ice and like you could see her underneath or something it's no less disturbing um but I I saw this movie once I think I probably saw it with my mother and my sister and I just remember being really sad after seeing this movie like I just remember (laughs) it hitting me of like oh and I and we'll talk about it, but there's a couple of scenes like rewatching where I was like, oh, I think they're trying to be kind of like poignant. But when I watched this as a kid, I thought this was so sad. Mm. So anyway, we'll get to it. But that's where, um, yeah, I haven't I haven't rewatched it since. And it kind of stuck with me of like, ooh, what a what a sad <laughs> film. <laughs> and the Christina Ricci part, like falling through, well, falling in the river, like it was. And yeah. then and the aftermath of it, too, in the hospital was so traumatizing to me. Yes. I think. So, yeah, my level is also going to be the Shoop Shoop song because in, I'd never heard of this movie. Also, never seen it, strangely enough. But as I was like looking it up, I heard like, though, this is where that Shoop Shoop song comes from. And I was like, oh, I've heard of this. I've heard oh, of this. And then, it. of course, found out it's it's over the second song in the credits. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then I did fall down a little rabbit hole wanting to watch the If I Could Turn Back Time music video last night. We watched that too. That did was cool. you? Because <laughs> yeah. that's a music video to end yeah. on. Cher is wearing like a ribbon across her body and a leather that, jacket. And she's was dancing. Was that in this movie? No. <laughs> okay. No. It was like 91 or something. And it is, it's I mean, wild. I know the song. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video, Phil? The video is crazy. No, okay. I don't think so. It's, she's on an aircraft carrier and she's basically naked yeah. and her butt cheeks are hanging out and she's she's riding Walking around a, these sailors. She's riding on like a, a missile launcher, yeah, like, like a, a giant schlong. And sure. uh, I remember watching that as a kid and being like, this is this is what, this is how to harness like female sexuality. Like, how do I become this? Like, <laughs> there was something in my brain that was like, the reason why I like Top Gun too, it's like, I think I grew up around so many sailors that like, yeah. I was like, if she can command all these sailors totally, and she's so sexy, I was like, I got to be that. And so I did. Um, but no, yeah, she's, she's wild. I was telling Annie that Cher, I just feel like she's so otherworldly to me that I had to kind of learn that she was a sex symbol because mm. she's just like, so I feel like she transcends like sexuality yeah. or something i just it she seems like 
a Muppet or something. I can't, <laughs> I can't describe it. It's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I it's not get, that she's not beautiful and sexy. Right. It's just too much that. And she's, <laughs> she seems like unapproachable. I don't know how to describe it. It's a little bit of a caricature. But yeah, it, it seems like this. I get the whole alien thing. But and then also, I think for me, like I think Cher is great, but she doesn't sort of do it for me. Yeah. But it's also, I think it is this sort of alien thing. But then the sort of area that she aims for is a little bit like biker and 80s, which just aren't my styles. Mm. Yeah, the style is. Yeah. Um, right, right, but Cher right. is great. I want to make that clear. Well, she's had yeah. so many. Like, iterations. Yeah, I was talking she's to my incredible. cashmate about that because he was saying that she's like this sex symbol. And I was like, are you yeah. more into like Sunny and Cher or this like leather jacket share right. or like or ribbon like on a auto tune? Like auto tune. Like, do you believe? Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was just kind of like saying blanket that <laughs> she's a sex symbol. So I don't know. Um, I, don't, I, I, I agree with you, Katie, though. I do understand that. And I think as a kid, that's why I was so like overwhelmed watching her right. in that music video because I was like, but maybe too much. It's, in- it's interesting the term sex symbol because it's almost like she's more symbol than sex or something. It's like, yeah, yeah she is symbolically sex, but it's like, it's like out of reach or something. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. Yeah. So we already mentioned, uh, and Alyssa did too, the cast. We And we also have um, jo- uh, Joe Peretti, who I didn't even write down his real name. I just wrote Jake Ryan. That, yeah. is, that is the character from 16 Candles. I know he has a real name and it's in Michael Shoffling. Thank you. I think he looks so much dramatically older than he did in 16 Candles in this movie. And they're not that far apart. He's older than Winona Ryder. <laughs> yeah. He's 30 <laughs> he, years he old. He has a type. I <laughs> yeah. think we've seen. Yeah. Uh, totally. And it is <laughs> underage. <laughs> yeah. He's 30 in this movie. She's 19. We'll get into the whole idea that she's 15 in the movie and he's supposed to be 26. Three, yeah, something like that. Not, not cool, man. Not cool, bro. <laughs> not cool. Um, Cher is clocking in at 44 in this movie, which mm. I was like, okay, Cher. I still have a few more years until I become Cher, so I feel... Well, Cher, it's interesting because her role in this movie, I definitely thought she's like very fetching. Like she's, I think she's more appro- approachable when she's not like a diva on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when she was in this role, I'm like, oh, got it. Like she yeah. lives on Earth. <laughs> you liked her when she was a mom. <laughs> or banks. I don't know what it is. Yeah, she is. I thought she looked just like Linda Belcher. Like she has like... The yeah. They have Linda similar Belcher hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Bob Hoskins clocking in at the oldest of the crew, 48. Um, oh, wow. Smart. Actually, interesting. Yeah. That's so, almost younger than I thought. Oh, is it? Okay. He's he just always looks the, the same, same age. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's, uh, like 50. Um, yeah. it's the Danny DeVito, Bob yeah. Hoskins effect. Yeah. Phil totally. Collins, too, now. I guess. The, God, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, Patrick um, Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. He's always, always looks, looks the same. Yeah, totally. Um, some people commented on our social media about the soundtrack for this film. Very good soundtrack. I start. I tried to write down as many of the songs. It as is. I could, it is a really good soundtrack. But very iconic to the '60s. We're in 1963 when the movie starts. Very much so. Um, and we're introduced to baby Christina Ricci in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> a swim mate. She's a swim doing mate. Some, doing some butterfly. And, Which is uh, apparently her real brothers and sisters are the extras in that scene. That's what I read. Oh, how many? And none how of many? them knew how to swim. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just a scene of kids drowning. Yeah. It makes that it makes the falling in the dam scene all as sadder that like she is such she's, a good swimmer. She's like an aspiring Olympic swimmer. I know. I know. Or maybe we'll it justifies talk why about she... that when okay. we get there. All right, all right. So we also get introduced to Winona Ryder who's who's very obsessed with Catholicism and not even though they're Jewish. Right. And then like there is kind of a tip at the end because she gets into Greek mythology where I guess we're I guess we don't know how long she's been obsessed with Catholicism. Right. Because it could have just been that year that that was her new thing. And it's hard to tell as a viewer if this is like something she's always been into. She's always been kind of like the Puritan of the family or if it's like a new phase. Yeah. Sounds like it's a phase. We should also mention that this is based on a book. Um, mm-hmm. Also called mermaids. Yeah. Um, Twist. Which there's still sort of questions. There, there's no explanation in the book either. I read of why it's called mermaids. Hmm. I always thought it was that scene that that when they pile on the, the bathtub and shares dress as a mermaid, and they're just kind of like their vibe is like mermaids, almost yeah, like a practical says, magic thing of like they were like the witches. Yeah, that of they the like town. swim away. They're not present like a, and then like Alyssa said maybe like she's like a siren she lures men in I like that theory you know before that- watching it I felt more clear on why it was called mermaids it's like <laughs> oh yeah they're you know they they're more they have the whole mermaid shtick and then I watched it I'm like huh it's not really made that clear right <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was much less of a shtick than I remembered. I thought the whole movie was again the Shoop song, but yeah, and also them in that bathtub sitting on top of her. And Renona Ryder's voiceover in this movie Ooh. is so much more than I remembered as yeah, well. A, there's a lot of it. It's a we were, lot. We were watching it, and my couchmate was like just saying how she had forgotten how much of this movie was actually Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, which is arguably least interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is a lot of her and her voiceover. I, I kind of forgot that she was the narrator of it. Would the little lot. kid story have been more interesting? <laughs> maybe. Go to another swim meet. Maybe, maybe I will that's sure as... love to swim. A, for me, yes. <laughs> B, for a general <laughs> audience. For a general audience, yes, probably. I mean, like, I was also noting that, like, Christina Ricci doesn't have a lot of speaking lines in this movie. It's mm. her first film, so I'm sure yeah. she's just kind of playing. Like, it's very cute. Like, you can see she's that great, Cher. Yeah. yeah, you can see that Cher is, like, really, like, having her film. I hope I hope it was a good experience for her because I think yeah. Cher, like, you know, anytime you work with, like, a little, little kid, I don't know. It just seems kind of cool. Yeah, I, I agree. And like, I, I think um, I think it was just a lot of Winona Ryder talking more than I thought. But um, so I like the little details in this. I love that Cher feeds her children like finger foods at every meal. <laughs> yeah. and they're, she's like, that's like a lot of work. To, like, I know. Yeah. Ironically. Care. She goes I through a lot of skewers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of skewers, a lot of like mini gherkins and marshmallows we're introduced to basically like how she keeps dating people in their town and then they break up and they have to move or she's dating her boss and they have to move they've moved 18 times which is rough like a lot of times and then they move to eastport massachusetts which she picks like on a map and as a kid again i remember watching this and thinking they were moving to eastport Annapolis uh, oh. <laughs> because no. I was like there must be only one Eastport and I wasn't really paying attention to the map what a wild way to figure out where you're going next with a yeah. family <laughs> like that's kind of fun in a Jack Kerouac kind of way when you have two kids like 
that's a little rough, but yeah. Well, so I was going to get into this later, but we can just talk about it now. How is she doing this? Like money wise, having, having, right. Having two kids is expensive. Just whatever. <laughs> moving is expensive. Moving basically every year or twice a year with, I mean, she's sort of like a paralegal. I yeah. Guess we see. Yeah. But like, I don't know. So how does she afford this? Yeah. Like security deposits alone. Um, I don't know. And then right. she's like buying them new shoes, but it doesn't seem like financially. I mean, they're not like living in a they're not mansion, loaded, but yeah. you know, which we could pretty see. Pretty nice do. house though. Well, they have it the kids little, share a room. It's a little run down when they pull it's up. It's a little run down when she showed up. Like yeah, it it's waterfront though. But yeah, it's <laughs> waterfront. It's just like it a really cool floods. scene. I guess the house itself isn't like that nice, but the yeah. the area. The, it is the, the 60s. Land, so I think. It's yeah, that's true. Different, but but still, yeah, I hear you, Phil. Um, so Sh- Charlotte, who is Winona Ryder, has these like memories of her father, but not really. And we we kind of learn later that baby Christina Ricci and her don't have the same dad. Yeah. Um, I think it's you know she's on this like hunt for her dad the entire time, but he's clearly like a not. A good yeah, person. it seems like she's only met him once. Like he only he came back because he wanted a divorce from Cher. Because it seems and like yeah, he left pretty quick. Well, it maybe that's the scene because she has this flashback to the eclipse and like she's looking at his shoes and like maybe that's when that was. Like she has like one memory of him. Um, or that's just the random dude handing out right. eclipse glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, could be right because like when you're a kid, Papa? your memories are yeah. Oh my gosh, when you say it, we're, I think I mentioned this, but we're watching Stranger Things and now we're on season four. So whenever mm. anybody says Papa, I think it's yeah. Stranger Things plus Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, so yeah. let's see. We, we meet, um, Johnny, Jake Ryan, aka Joe Peretti at the house. This is where we hear Johnny Angel playing in the background. I know. And he's and 26. Is- and it's his house that he's renting or he grew up in that house. So he's like, right. he was born there under the kitchen table. Right. And he's kind of like the local like handyman kind of. Yeah. Did either of y'all get the sneaking suspicion he was kicked in the head by a horse? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it was hard to tell like right his maturity level. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I know. And he's like the handyman at the convent. And then you're like, is this a job where they like we're like, sure, you can come work at the convent. (laughs) Yeah. Um collect all our horseshoes after we throw them you know yeah Yeah, it's a very and then like you know i was trying to do the math and i was like okay well he is kind of between i guess i think Cher's supposed to be a little younger because she said she was 15 when she had winona Ryder. so she's what like 30 30. she's supposed to be 30 so this man is like exactly between their ages uh, purportedly so there's like this weird like he's almost well, no, oh. he's, he's closer to her clo- age. She's much closer to Cher's age. That's right. <laughs> it's like five and ten. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So awkward. <laughs> well, no, though, because he's 25, right? 26. So he's like 20 years from Cher and like 10 from no, in, no, Bridget. You do it. Okay. So <laughs> at one point, Cher says, I was your age when I had you. Winona Ryder's character is supposed to be 15. That makes Cher's character in this, Mrs. Flax, 30 years Sorry, old. Sorry. I was going by Cher's actual age. So yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. 30. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Sorry. I know we were just talking about no. this, but I think. <laughs> 
I guess we're supposed to. Well, Katie. I guess we're supposed to see Cher as older because it does. Like, I guess I thought that he was kind of too young for Cher too. I didn't necessarily see that like working yeah and out. i think it's awkward he goes and like drops off booze or ice yeah. at that like holiday party and it's like yeah you'd be invited to that like you right like have friends a- that are married and having yeah kids. right like is he a child is he still like a kid in this town or is he like one of the adults it's kind of he's in this like weird in between phase but get yeah. on board with my kick to the head by the horse <laughs> <Yeah>. theory <laughs> oh so let's see. Winona Ryder is like obsessed with these nuns who are having fun at the convent. I've never wanted to be a nun so much than watching these nuns play horseshoes. I'm like, if this is what nuns do on their spare time, sign me up. Like they it's are just there. Oh my God. It's amazing. And so they're pretty. just, they are just running amok, giggling, free, you know, free spirits. I love yeah. it. I know. And they get to like shop for shoes and just like, I don't know. It does seem very nice. I get why Winona Ryder's into it. Um, And she also like, this is where we get like the voice of her, like trying to not be gross and disgusting about Jake Ryan. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Even though she wants to. So uh, let's see. Shares is working as a paralegal of some kind and, they have, she has a lunch break, so they go to buy new shoes because Winona Ryder has these like boots that her father yeah. gave her. So she has, oh, I don't know. That's what she seems connected yeah. to, like that they're from her father. He somehow. gave her like size eight boots when she was like four. <laughs> That's why I think I do think she's sense. seen him more than you know, I think she knows her father more than baby christina ricci does because she's like never even if if the story that Cher tells is true then it was like a one night stand kind of a thing with christina ricci yeah but an olympic swimmer yeah i know but then like the story that Cher tells about winona Ryder's father is like i loved him i was deeply in love with him for about three minutes and then he like left basically Mm -hmm. and then he only came back once when he needed a divorce Mm. So it's yeah. like really hard and it feels like she, and then Winona Ryder says she has one memory of him. Well, of right. The- but it, I think, I think like, I think they were together for a little bit of time when she was a baby, a toddler, like for yeah. several years. But you know, like, when did he buy up. those shoes, you know? <laughs> yeah. And are they his shoes? Does he have a size <laughs> yeah. eight women's? Oh, well, <laughs> but we've also seen that uh, Winona Ryder's character has a creative imagination. Yeah, so right. I could see her like getting it getting these shoes from some random shoe salesman who looked vaguely right. like Eclipse Man and just was like, oh, I got these from my dad when it was just salesman. I mean, she's projecting a lot onto this father figure because like at yeah. one point, I mean, when was it? Is it after Christina Ricci falls in the river? She's like, dad, you're the only one that could help and you're not here. And it's like, who? What? Like, how was this person you never met? The only one, you know what I mean? Like, well, I feel like she's really projecting a lot onto this figure. I think that's true. I do think that's like a trope. Yeah. But it's also something like that I've heard in real life from people who have an absent parent where it's right. like that person is like glorified put in a capsule mm-hmm. right yeah. and so they can do no wrong no it could be the other yeah. parent is like i'm the one here like feeding you mm-hmm. yeah baby totally. gherkins you know well they go to the shoe store where they meet charming eyebrow lifting bob hoskins <laughs> oh my god that was my couch page <laughs> excuse me um comment right from the start is just a lot of eyebrow work from this guy yeah yeah it's like he went to like Larry Brown's eyebrow acting school. <laughs> yeah. 
I do think he's quite charming. Although when I hear him, all I hear is Roger Rabbit. And yeah. It's hard not to. And I think he's kind I... of doing a Boston accent. Of right. Sorts. I heard. And it's interesting because like the Boston accent, like the New York accent, like does come from England in different ways. Mm, but yeah. like when he was Roger Rabbit, I mean, they were in, he's in British L- and I never remember that. He's okay. British. And they were in L.A. with Roger Rabbit, but he was really leaning into like the Brooklyn accent. Here, I feel like he is doing a Boston accent, but I definitely heard his British accent more mm. in this movie. I was like, ooh, like it was kind of going in and out a little bit, but maybe it's just harder with a Boston accent. It might go in and out more. I don't know. Yeah. I always yeah. forget that he's British and then I forget to listen for it. But now that you're saying that, yeah, I'm like, yeah, of course. I just never noticed it in Roger Rabbit, but maybe I just, I don't know, maybe I know the movie so well, but in this one, it kind of like struck me a little bit of like just him going in and out of it. And He's I, great, I, though. I'm a big he fan. He is great. Yeah. But I, Super I, do, charming. I had some similar feelings to the Danny DeVito of it all, where I'm like this like gorgeous, tall <laughs> drink of water sure. woman. <laughs> and then it's just like Bob Hoskins. And I'm like, yeah. Bob Hoskins, like, good for you, buddy. You know, like not to say he doesn't deserve love, but I just wonder if he or maybe he has been with lots of women like Cher. Is he Jewish? Like it well hasn't in this movie. At one point, he kind of hints at that, but then he also is like says he's Italian. So I don't. I don't oh, know. he does. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Was, my my take was that it was just like not an issue. He's very Jewish woke, um, <laughs> and like you know gets bagels, and he's like you know wow, can't imagine it was easy to say kosher in South Dakota or something. So true, truly, I feel like I read that like that too, Bridget, and then I thought truly it might have been tricky as a Jewish family moving to a town. I don't know. You might not have had everybody that was like super into it. And he was like pretty much like very explicitly welcoming from the beginning. So I don't know. Well, I mean, he had the hots for her Mm -hmm. from the beginning. So I think. Oh, yeah. He was Mm -hmm. not going to (laughs) care. Yeah. And nor was she. I mean, not saying this in a bad way of like, you know, they they just see sort of people as people, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Although I will say my couch mate had a hard time wrapping her brain around Bob Hoskins. The pairing. And statuesque uh, share. Yeah. I really, you know, it's I like it's... Jessica rabbit and Bob Hoskins or no, sorry. <laughs> Jessica yeah. rabbit and, and Roger rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. Both. <laughs> but I, I feel like, um, I, yeah, I, I totally get that. And I also, as we were going, because it is a striking kind of like aesthetic difference, I was prepared for her to be going out with all of these like hunks. And then eventually she cut her heart is charmed by Bob Hoskins. But I like that they never really do that. Like, she's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, like this is a guy who's like really nice and charming and who I get on with well. And that's great. I don't know. I, I liked that that wasn't a trope of how they were just, I don't know. It, I think right. it would have been, it would have gotten old. <laughs> well, and if she's like only, like you get the impression that she was like dating bosses and dating people right. who had these like high status things. But the fact, I mean, he's a business owner, but it's yeah. he's like a business owner in like small town Massachusetts shoe store. So like how. Who likes lucrative. to just hang out at parent teacher conferences? Yeah, What's why that? is he even there? He why is never he there? Get an explanation. No, no, he doesn't have a children. It's like, is he a parent or a teacher? And or then a child. I guess is it like is parent teacher conference in this context like more of like a town meeting? Like I think so, yeah, but still kind of. I didn't get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was I was, I was so sure that he had kids. 
Yeah. Maybe he did at one point. We just never met them. I don't know. My, here's my He theory. has a kid's bedroom in his apartment. Well, he turns it into that. Yeah. Well, he had a kid. Well, he had kids or that grew up. Yeah. Um, did my, he? Yeah. There's a line earlier and then his wife sort of left him. Oh, yeah, you're right. And they're old and um, like grown. That's right. Yeah. And I he, that's feel, why he has that bedroom with the twin beds. Yeah. In it. And mm-hmm. I feel he builds sets for the school's drama department. Oh, well, that that's would why make he sense. was so good at building that uh, bedroom. That's my Do you think they like cut a scene or something? Because like that makes a lot of sense. But they really don't fill in those blanks. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Speaking of filling in the blanks, along with being who he is, Jake Ryan drives the school bus, um, as you do. And Nona Ryder is like the only person on the bus for like one way, but not the other way. And right. I don't know. She's like the first one picked up and the last one dropped off. And I guess that maybe that explains that she lives the farthest out. Yeah. Um, and we can hear her thoughts. She's like super into him. And then they just like make this plan to go fishing uh, sometime soon or the weekend. Which, yeah, Joe is just like, cool. I like to fish. And <laughs> if you like the fish, then we can go do catch the fish. Well, and he definitely invites. <laughs> That's both his voice. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, they He definitely invites both of them. And then she ironically says that Christina Ricci doesn't know how to swim or she's afraid of the water. But mm-hmm. I. I guess I just like didn't expect them to actually romantically get together because it's so clear to me that from the beginning he like sees her as a new younger girl, like a kid that moved to his town and he invites her and her little sister. I mean, she kind of forces it on him, but I don't know. He He kisses her back big time. (laughs) No, I know. But in the beginning, this is what I mean. Like in the original fishing trip, I was like, oh, okay. This is going to end up being kind of like this man on the moon situation where she's in love with him and he sees her as a kid. And then like, that's totally not what it is. And I was really surprised. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So let's see. We meet the makeup lady who becomes kind of like a friend of Cher's. Who I like this scene because she does half. She does makeup on half her face, which I thought was very like pre-makeup tutorial age, which we're in right now. And everybody doing that on TikTok or what have you. Um, And then we have this back to school parent night thing um, where Bob Hoskins makes the plan to bring the bagels. And then we get this like split back and forth between the fishing scene and the bagel scene for a few moments. So there's the quick scene before fishing where, you know, Winona's, Charlotte is her character, but I'm just going to call her one of yeah. uh, is making sandwiches and Cher just stars them, like turns them into little star. Is that because of her compulsion of making hors d'oeuvres or was she being mean? Like, I, I don't, what was y'all's I, take? Oh yeah. I think it was like, she doesn't know how to make them otherwise. And like, there's like five yeah. seconds where it's almost clear that he's not coming. And so I feel like she's like, well, this is how you finish it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, he's here. I actually have to serve him these stars. Like, I think she, if Cher was partly just going to like, I think Cher was saying like, you have to, you know, when the man's late, like he's not going to come. And so I feel like partly in Cher's head, it's just going to be Christina Ricci and Wayne and a writer eating these. But yeah, okay. I, I don't think she was being mean. I don't okay. get that sense. It was a I real know, but I also like, it's like bread. a compulsion of her to only 
yeah people can make these need foods. to be starred yeah speaking yeah. of that though um speaking of tiktok videos i think i've mentioned <laughs> this before but i do have an algorithm that shows me like all these people preparing like these bento box lunches mm, with yeah. the like and they take like a piece of kiwi and then they like cut a star out of it and they put just the star and mm. the thing and so I am always like one of the women I did see like her scrap pile and she was like here's what I do with all my scraps and like said what she did like I freeze the crusts and I can make stuffing at Thanksgiving and stuff and I was like okay but I'm like yeah, what happens to all those crusts I know, all the scraps well kind of speaking of I don't think it's TikTok, but it's some, whatever it is, maybe it's Instagram or something. Well, it's a real, uh, in some platform that I'm not on very much, but (laughs) like there's an algorithm and I think it's a joke and I know it's not a joke, but I choose to believe it's a joke where there's like these videos of like really simple way to make a bowl. And it is like a fast forwarded video that seems like it is five days. And then like- Of making like a clay bowl? Just, Just like crafts that are pitched as like, easy way to fix your make your shoe new and it's like it's 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 pitched as easy but like it is like you have to take it apart and paint this part and then dip this into plastic and it's like yeah they're messing a week (laughs) do you think it's like a joke yeah i don't think it's a joke tiktok is all about just getting views yeah and it's just in that whole cycle thing send me send me one katie yeah because i don't think i think that i don't know why i mean maybe it's a joke but man, it tickles me. Yeah. I just am like easy. Anyway, send me, Brid- send me one. Bridget, I will send you some pictures of some of the food that Nora makes for Alpha. Yes, I have been because... enjoying when Nora does post um, the lunches because I think they're very cute or little breakfasts. Yes, she, yes, yes. She demanded that I take a look at dinner tonight. <laughs> like, turn around <laughs> and look at this. It's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. If you're trying to get a toddler to eat no, and no, be yeah. creative, like I dig it. I, I respect it. It's a good little art project. Mm. I like I like a little kiwi cut into a star. I'm I'm mm-hmm. what can I say? I'm a sucker sure. for it. Um, so let's see. What do we want to talk about in these scenes? I mean, the, the fishing scene is like very fast. <laughs> like it doesn't really yeah. run out too much. Yeah, except it's the whole day. Yeah, it is the whole day, but we don't see and no. also where where did christina ricci go during this day oh she went to I, like a friend like she runs out the door and, and she's she, like bye she's i'll be back for, you know she's I'm like going to a part-time job and then and then like bob hoskins and Cher are like you want to go out no let's just do it all day long yeah well my kids aren't here they're down to clown respect yeah. respect yeah. um and uh christina ricci Again, this is like this is a foreshadowing. She's laying in the bathtub, timing herself. I do remember this, and I remember trying this in the bathtub, but I don't like to put my face under hot water, so it was more challenging. But I, I think I like melded this because I remember her face underwater, and then I think I projected that onto like her face under ice. But like hmm. retrospectively, like I think this this scene is just supposed to speak to how she's an Olympic swimmer's right. daughter, yeah. and yeah. like. And then she shares like, I hate when she does that. And like, she's just kind of determined and this like little athlete kid. But like in my mind, I retrofitted that that scene was really scary too. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that maybe she she almost drowned in a bathtub, even though oh. that's not the tone of it. But like, yeah, it's very know. silly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I used to time myself a bunch holding my breath. In the bathtub? Uh, I can't remember if I ever did it in the bathtub. 
I probably practiced in the bathtub, yeah. but never like timed myself. It was more yeah. like when we were at pools at the holiday yeah. end that I would like we sit do, there for hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, we used to do that a lot too. We do a lot of the like still like racing, see how long, oh, you can, yeah, yeah. how many laps was, you can do. I got very good at that at one point. Me too. Without coming up for air. Yeah. But, and I can tell how much I've been swimming of like how long I can go for sure. But I will say now I've noticed that lifeguards don't let kids have holding your breath contests. And I think like, I think there's I been see some, yeah. Yeah. This totally. is what's wrong with kids today. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we held our breath and we timed ourselves on a little digital Casio timer or whatever that thing was. I feel like speaking of TikTok, I feel like TikTok has been a game changer with the, lo- the lengths in which kids will push themselves. Oh, Cause yeah. I think there was some, there was some challenge that resulted in like some not great out. Yeah, it was like eating dish dish detergent or something. All of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I can eat, I can eat twenty oh, I gallons eat. of dish detergent. Oh, no way! I, I could eat like thirty <laughs> gallons of dish detergent. It's it's a bad. Uh, let's see. They go spend the night at Bob Hoskins' apartment above the shoe store. Well, and yeah, go ahead. Before we go out, there's because it's an amazing scene when uh, I think. Jake or whatever his character's name is drops Winona off and she's like bye and she licks his jacket. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is so I, weird. Uh, I had that so down funny. as my one this of my is the Tina, no, no, no. Tina. It's good. It's good. The Tina Belcher of it all for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, they might Tina as well be Lin- Linda, Tina, and Louise. Yep. Yeah. He leans in and just like <laughs> licks his coat and like I did it's like so that weird. It, is it was so great. Weird. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Okay, Bob Hoskins has like an attic full of paintings that look like Cher. Or are are they Cher? They look like or... somebody. No, it's just the only somebody way he knows how to draw a face. They, yeah. they all look. They just have like a drawn on yeah. one line smile. But they're all like women and... with dark hair. Yeah, um, yeah. He probably just is. has dark hair paint. Yeah. Um. And let's see, Christina Ricci and Bob. Oh. Let's, I don't, I don't try to, I hope I didn't skip things because I probably didn't, I don't know if I took as many notes, but we also learned from Winona Ryder in this scene, like it's thunderstorming and her mom's like sleeping on the like fainting couch in the attic. And she's like, I feel like I'm a parent sometimes more than mm-hmm. you. And I definitely like have heard that from people in my life, Oh yeah, um, you know, or like that's a, a situation. Um, that they've had to deal with for sure and i could you know it's like that one teenage girl is like oh this is my mom and that's the mom i want and she points yeah. there and it's like yeah the grass is always greener like yeah, totally yeah um let's see so it sounds it seems like bob hoskins is around a lot more he's sort of like integrating into the family a little bit yeah i was a little confused at this point that they were actually living with him but it was yeah. just sort of like a sleepover yeah yeah, I was sesh. surprised. It was yeah. hard to tell like how much time had passed. But I mean, we do get Halloween. Right. But I guess we don't know exactly when they arrive at the town. Um, right. It's definitely not cold when they arrive. So right. it's before school starts. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's been a couple of months. I love that Cher is giving out toothpaste. <laughs> um, uh, wait, did I? Does this before JFK is shot or after JFK is shot? Before. And... I think we also get it because there's another swim meet and um, I I feel like the coach, I feel like Christina Ricci's swim coach is part of a lesbian couple. Oh, it seems like. And if you guys watch that, I, yeah, she gets into the car with like this other woman. Annie rewound it. 
<laughs> are they credited as lesbian swim coach? Yeah, I, I should have. I should have looked. I didn't see. Lesbian um, swim coach's partner. But then then kind of the very next thing is that John F. Kennedy is shot. Which, Which was November 22nd, just to see yeah. the timeline. Right. Of That's it all. true. So okay. November 22nd, 1963. And I, well, as a kid, I was like pretty, pretty obsessed with conspiracy theories revolving the JFK assassination and spent a lot of time looking at microfiche. About- we knew you were a QAnon, Katie. <laughs> it was pretty scrolling, intense. Scrolling, <laughs> scrolling. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like. Wait, you thought it was a hoax? At all kinds of different. I mean, essentially, I watched Oliver Stone's JFK without realizing that, like, you know, he's not like the greatest at like <laughs> citing his research. And I was like, oh my God, how are we not talking about this all the time? And I just became mm-hmm. obsessed with all of the different threads of like all the different entities it could be. Was it just JFK or were there other things you were? No, it was kind of just that. <laughs> what do you know, think about like... the Kennedy family in general, though, with their kind of like curse? Or is it just because there's so many of them in the public eye and they do things like go on private planes or... I think there's, I think all, yes, I think there's a lot of them. I think the money (laughs) helps with things that like, yeah, they don't, I think they don't play by the rules. So the skiing thing was a little bit of like not necessarily playing by the Mm. rules and extreme and then the plane. And yeah, I think when you have that amount of like money and privilege, like... I don't want to go too far off topic, rhythms. but I keep seeing this thing about Gwyneth Paltrow having like skied into somebody. Is that? A oh, thing I just that saw that today. About? Yeah. And she's like in a court situation about it. I just don't know if anybody else. Oh, I, was I, thinking, I was thinking about that in relation to the Kennedys. Um, Cause yeah, like, she, yeah. I'm like, and how does, does Gwyneth Paltrow hurt somebody when she skis into them? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure. It's like Kate um, Moss. She just like goes right <laughs> like a marshmallow. Yeah, she just, um, but I've also yeah. just with that, I've, I've been on like the mountain skiing and seeing two people collide into each other and then just both get each other's face about whose fault it was. And it's, mm. just, uh, uh, it's I know fascinating, but uh, yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I don't ski <laughs> for that. I don't like case, confrontation. You don't want to run into Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow. I don't want to run into Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, I was going to say with the John F. Kennedy assassination in this movie, it felt like a lot of movies around this time period. So meaning like movies that were made in like the early 90s were take, take, took place in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them had it's the marker of the John F. Kennedy assassination. And yeah. I feel like it was just like this total world came to the a stop for people that were like eight, nine and 10 around that time. And then when they got to be 40, they made movies about it. Cause it just really, as a kid, I thought yeah. like, Oh, well the way to make a film is you got to set it in the sixties. <laughs> Wait for all the COVID <laughs> movies in a couple years. I know totally. Or in like 30 years or that's what I mean. Yeah. 30 yeah. years. So it, because of, because of this, uh, not quite as well, uh, Winona Ryder feels this like urge to go to the convent. She hears the bell ringing and she goes to find Jake Ryan and kisses him. Um, it's kind of awkward and and weird. And I am upset that he's so much older than her. And then yeah. he feels this like weird Catholic guilt and she's praying. Very creepy statues. Yeah. Oh, those creepy statues in yeah. the bell tower. Like who are those for? Who are the, those? They're only for the people that the person that rings the bell. Yeah, they they need entertainment too. It gets boring yeah, I guess, ringing I guess those bells. Right. I guess you're right. It's funny. Um, and this is where she like you know thinks she might be pregnant, but she's been fasting to repent her sins. Is that what's happening? And so she passes yeah. out in the hallway, and then Cher feeds her so much food, and then she realizes she thinks she's pregnant. 
Oh, is that sort of what did she have know. a little food belly? Yeah, she was like, oh, I'm, you know, I feel really full, then I feel really nauseous. And then, you know, I did have this like sexual experience, which was just kissing, sure. but she thinks she's pregnant. And then I do like this next scene, which is like her talking to Cher. The bathtub is definitely a central like yeah. character in this movie. So she's sort of like having confession yeah. with Cher through the bathroom curtain. Um, Cher is so good too. I think she's, she's so good. Like, oh my god, she's such like a natural, like just performer. And I love when she's like, just say it. Like it's so weird when you're just like sitting there not saying it. Like God, like I don't know. It's just <laughs> have you guys seen Moonstruck? Did we talk about? Yeah, that? I have yeah. not. Yeah, I, that was like one of the. I haven't. I only saw that very recently, and I was like, wow, Cher's. I think she's great. I didn't realize like her acting. Yeah, I think pops. she's wonderful. I actually almost prefer her performance in this movie, but like both are. Yeah, they're yeah really great. Um, but also with this scene, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say it's kind of odd. Like, if you've not been raised Catholic, I feel like it's odd for her to be so intense on like I'm pregnant. God is punishing me. Jesus is punishing me because like. It's so her own little hobby that I don't know. It was just kind of interesting of like, would you really leap? I think these? so. People get indoctrinated into things very quickly. And I mean, even if it's not part of your like upbringing, I think if you join a cult, like, you know, you play yeah. zip zap zop so many times. True. And- but she mm-hmm. is, a, she's playing zip zap zop alone. <laughs> like, it's <just laughs> like a cult of one. <laughs> so yeah, where but- would she get the Catholic guilt from? Right. right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but-, but no, I was saying with that scene with her sort of, confessing but monologuing to herself there's some movie and i can't place it but just where someone's monologuing the person other person's like you're just standing there not saying anything you're being real weird and they're (laughs) just sort of like talking in their head (laughs) and that's what i kept thinking throughout this movie that she's sort of just staring into space talking doing her little self monologue and just everyone else has to be like just like this kid is (laughs) special yeah (laughs) and then she seals the car right yeah and then it looked it looks like basically she's driving into the set of girl interrupted (laughs) (laughs) which she really does seem like i don't know if you guys have seen that movie it feels like this is the precursor to that character for sure um but i guess she just like runs out of gas yeah i think so i think that's the sound with his family Right. And it's like finds this idyllic family of this husband with the kids, the nuclear family. And Annie was just like, she seems so manic. Like this seems. Oh, she's insane. Really (laughs) wild. And I don't know if she's nervous and this is the game she's playing or she truly is experiencing mania because it's a different. And and she even says narration wise, it's like, you're talking so weird. You're being so weird. And I, I just wondered if that was part of the movie that they didn't like spell out that maybe this character mm. like had bipolar or like, you know, like that something. Cause then Cher has a line later that like she was diagnosed with something or like she had like psychological problems at one of her schools and then they moved. They just like, didn't, didn't oh, like right. that right. back and moved. So it's yeah. like, maybe she like really does have some like mental health issues that are like unaddressed. Yeah. I think there's part of that. And I also think it's like part of the fantasy kind of, of the movie where like, yeah, she just is like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to just like tell these people I ran away from home. I'm going to see if they'll let me be adopted by them. I mean, tell them my name is Sal Val. Just lying all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then somehow they these people end up calling her parent, her mom, which I'm like, how did they get her phone I number? Think, 
I think they figured out from the license plate. Right. That's what Annie was you saying. You see the dad because um, he's in like this girl is <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, totally. And I think Alyssa said that was her nanny's friend's son or her nanny's oh, son. Isn't that, oh, saying, that, that, oh, that, that kid's kid, got some that lines. boy. Yeah. Some like facial expressions. I really, yeah. I enjoyed that kid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mid bite, like, just yeah. what? <laughs> when she, yeah. yeah, when she says like Sal Val, he's like, Mm, that's great not buying it yeah so bob hoskins comes to get her and this is the part that made me so sad i just remember when when she's in the back in well yeah when he walks in in her face and it's like she's got to go i don't know as a kid it really like struck me as like oh this feels terrible i don't know i know but it's not like she's going back to like torture i know I think it was just this how just how like deflated. Come on, she... Bridget. Katie knows. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I don't know why it struck me like that when I was a kid, but like it just the idea that like she had found like that that her it, it seemed humiliating or something. It seemed like super humiliating and just like her whole reality was like blown yeah. up. And yeah. maybe because she was acting so wild. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, she'll be better off with Cher than with like these people who she's kidnapped, essentially. Yeah. So um Monona Ryder meets up with Jake Ryan again. They talk about a girlfriend of his that moved away. Again, you sort of are like, Are you okay, Jake Ryan? Because he's like, My girlfriend left town and I couldn't say goodbye to her. And uh, it's very He also earlier when they're talking about the house, he like brings up his mother's death like real weirdly i don't know if you guys noticed that mm. she's like oh did you carve the red socks on the wall and he's like yeah couldn't even look at it though after my mother died in my arms it was hard I'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Calm down, yeah it man. was like it was abrupt <laughs> it was trying like, to carve Ooh. red rum and it just you know <laughs> quit yeah. wrong yeah it was odd <laughs> um so the doctor, Winona mm, Ryder, has this yeah. awful, awful gynecological appointment. Ugh, it was just so bad. Very bad. Um, I blocked I mean, this entirely. Apparently, I could not handle Bob Hoskins picking up Winona Ryder from a home. But this, I like didn't even remember. You could handle a whole up to your elbow or a vaginal yeah. exam. Unwarned. Well, at, at first, Unwarned. I didn't realize. I guess not defended it at all, but... I didn't realize until afterwards that she had said, I'm pregnant. And that's why she was right. there. Yes, right. That was in her chart. Because at first it was just like, oh, she's at a clinic. This is what she's going to ask about. And like, then this is the first thing that the doctor does is just like, but this anyways. Whole, this whole like, oh, crazy. but you're a virgin thing. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Right. That's not real. Yeah. Um. Also, ew, I hate that. I hate that you're like, as a woman, have to be like, one or the other it's like nobody cares well anyway whatever that. it's just the hymen being you know. anyway yeah. it's all just like total like folk medicine it is this folk guy medicine. is yeah. is practicing and the idea yeah it, i don't know i think this i don't think this this character is supposed to be as villainous as he is yeah <laughs> yeah but it's like ooh, this is a swing and a miss like this is like something from the handmaid's tale <laughs> yeah scary oh my god no because yeah when when it's in the room afterwards it they're trying to he's like folks i think the director wanted him to be like folksy it's like we all just watched that scene yeah. before yeah <laughs> so, yeah we were yeah. there man nothing you can do now is yeah, nothing like, is good come to my room after yeah. that 
yeah. yeah, it was ridiculous. So Bob Hoskins and the girls are singing Oklahoma and they're painting and making a room into an ocean and they have like a nice dinner where they sit down to eat together. And it's like, is this happened before or is this just the first time? How could it be the first time, right? Like, did you guys wonder that? It's yeah, it like, felt very much it's like, like Christmas. <laughs> But I yeah. think he's been trying because there was a whole scene where he was like trying to have dinner and they're all sitting on different countertops yeah. eating their hors d'oeuvres. And he's like, <laughs> I thought we were going to sit at this table. So my guess is he's oh. been trying to have them sit at the table yeah. all in one unit and just has never been able. And this is the first time it succeeded. And the kid and the kids are talking and da 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 mm. and Cher's like all mad <laughs> because oh, no, no. I know this is not how it happens. Um. And like I'm like annoyed at her for being annoyed with him, and then I'm like really upset at Bob Hoskins. Well, it's interesting because I, yeah. I do kind of remember the first time of being like, "Oh, Bob Hoskins is just trying to have a family dinner, and like he's just a nice guy." And then like on this rewatch, I'm like, "Who cares if they're at the same place? Like this is their world and right. their culture, and like it's kind of working." I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Winona Ryder is whatever, like, yeah, on a cloud, but yeah. it's like. Honestly, like as like, you know, you have Shara being a single mother who is just trying to like maintain this family and this guy comes in and is like trying to tell you the best way to have, you know what I mean? Like I could see her getting a little, I mean, she's really harsh about it, but I don't know if it's like a totally misdirection topic. And then can you imagine telling somebody like, I've never wanted to hit a woman so much as I want to hit you right now? Like leave town like that's when you leave town I know that's it's like I was like it's kind of yeah oh and then like going up the stairs and coming back down and screaming in her face and I think I don't I I honestly think that we're supposed to think he's such a great guy because he would never hit a woman right right because he's like I've never wanted to but today I want to but wow what a stand-up what a fucking hero yeah yeah I think I wish they had done that what they were going for is yeah that he he cares about their relationship. He also likes the kid, but he's not like conflating the two or not sort of right. secretly. But it like oh, it, it clunks so hard. Yeah, it, it, it just such a clunker. Yeah, yeah. And they, they just, was, uh, yeah, they just didn't mean for it to come off like it did. Oh, it, uh, it, it so did. Yeah, <laughs> so bad, so bad. It's just uh, very bad. Uh, and I guess they're like, well, it's the sixties, and it's like, well. It's- still it's the 90s when you made this i think you know enough in the 90s yeah and i just i don't think he was i mean he's pretty great up until then like he's not some like controlling jerk or anything but like that night he's not great (laughs) yeah neither it was it wasn't great but i guess i i don't know revisit it but i kind of thought it was condescending the way he's like she's like what's happening why are people talking he's like that's what happens when you sit at a table you idiot you know and it's like what like i don't know it's just I didn't need it. I know. I know. I, it was it was a rough it was a rough scene. Yeah. So share. Well, they're supposed to go to this like New Year's Eve costume party together. And it's like a fun party. It was like a fun idea for a party. And Bob Hoskins is dressed as Hook, which is ironic because he played Smee in Hook. Oh, is he specifically Captain Hook? Seems I think like it's it. just a pirate. Okay. Got some curly hair. Yeah. Got some curly. But he has hair. two hands. Is That's this true. just is this just the true. third Bob Hoskins movie, or have there been others we've watched? It's at least the third. I don't know. Good okay. question. It's definitely mm. the first share movie we've watched, right? Second Jake Ryan. 
And Jake Ryan, well, he's had two. Yeah. Second Christina Ricci movie we've watched. True. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yes, Cher gets dressed up in this elaborate mermaid costume and they pile into the bathtub together, which is what I thought this entire movie was. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and when she does leave, she says something like, take good care of yourself, my mermaids. That's when we were mm. able to applaud, um, even though they had said oh. mermaid multiple times. It wasn't uh, mermaids. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she's, uh, yeah. Bob Hoskins is also like, we never see them. Like, I feel like there's a scene missing because we never see them like make up, but then they're at the party together and they're kind of okay. It almost and seems then, like this is the first time they've seen each other since that fight. Yeah. And then he's like, so you want to get married? <laughs> she's no. like, no. Um, move in. No. He's like, yeah. she's like, you want to go home with me tonight? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> So they're at a standstill and then her car is dead. So she has to get a ride home from Jake Ryan. And then she kisses him in front of Winona Ryder, which is not a nice thing to do for everybody involved. Yeah. Like I get where her <laughs> headspace was. Cause I just don't think she cares. Yeah. She doesn't care. like, she just doesn't think of like consequences, but she's like, I think she truly was in her brain, just giving him this handsome young man, a new year's kiss and didn't connect it to like, Oh, I'm kind of in this relationship with this other guy. And Oh, I think my daughter is, has a crush on this kid. Yeah. She just didn't process that at all. Yeah. I think when I was younger, for some reason, I thought she was doing that to like upset Winona Ryder, but I, I agree with you. I don't think it was like that. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. I remember that. I remember thinking that too, when I was younger. Um. So now Winona Ryder has to like get, get sexified um she's she's gotta win jake ryan's heart yeah uh, so she teases her hair and she puts on her mom's dress and shoes puts on some makeup which is so like weird because it just looks like she's playing dress up like it mm-hmm. does not she does look very young for her 19 years i mean i think she's a believable teenager i think yeah i think why nona writer always looks like way younger than she is yeah so uh they, the, the two girls are eating sandwiches, whole sandwiches, and, and getting <laughs> drunk. Getting drunk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Baby like, Christina Ricci chugs several glasses of wine. Why would you do that? It's like, I guess you would do that. It just seems like, as a kid, like, do you really like how that tastes? Like, it's kind of acidic and, like, I don't know why. I don't know. It's an interesting, yeah. it's like interesting to yeah. do that as a kid. I know. And it's not like they've hinted that shares a huge drinker or anything mm-hmm. so it's just interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean i get that a 15 year old wants to drink i, I get that i don't get that a 15 year old wants to get her 10 year old how old is six i feel six? like she's really she's, young she's 10 well christina ricci's 10 she seems younger though the girl like, yeah the same young character eight maybe yeah sure but i don't get the impulse to like oh she needs to get crunked as well. No. Oh. That's why she gives her, I guess, a sip. Either way, she shouldn't have. But then she she pours her own wine. So they go to the convent tower to find Jake Ryan. And, a, and, she, and baby Christine reads. She's like, I'm going to go collect rocks. By I got to get new rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think she's crunk. Are they drunk? She's drunk? She is really drunk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, w- both okay. of them? 
I think Sinorichi's yeah, think... probably more drunk. Right. Because she's tiny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also we had the scene earlier that night, I guess, where she's washing her rocks in the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And so she needs more rocks. Yeah. The bathtub washing. <laughs> she's also kind of like hiccuping along as well, which yes. is like a little bit. Yeah. So here we have Jake Ryan and Winona Ryder like making out in the bell tower, not listening to, to people screaming like no, baby Christina and, Ricci. Yeah. Winona's definitely going straight for it. And <laughs> Jake Ryan is not stopping her at all. Like, yeah, let's. Yeah. Get it he on. has no worries about that age gap or the fact that she's a child and he's an adult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, again, I guess it's 1963, but. And it's... he was kicked in the head. <laughs> he was kicked in the head by a horseshoe. He was hit in the head by a nun's <laughs> what horseshoe. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is the theory right there. Yeah, yeah totally. So, but the, so I also remember the scene much scarier, Katie. I, I remember her being trapped under ice. Is Does that happen in Little Women? She, I remember, Amy, Amy falls through the ice in Little and Women. She's like very cold and her lips turn purple. Yeah, it's not like you see her under the ice, but yeah, she's. I don't know where both of us are remembering that scene from then. Something I else. think it might be The Good Son with Macaulay oh. Culkin. <laughs> there's oh, a God. scene. I think there's a scene I maybe think you're in right. that. Okay. But it, they all came out similar time period. Yeah. There's also an Ewoks movie that mm. uh, little Ewok gets trapped under the oh, ice or it's God. magic ice. Oh, is he okay? Terrible. You'll find out when oh, you probably watch one no. of those movies one day. I now won't. I have to have this website like does the Ewok die. <laughs> Being trapped under ice pretty much at the top of my scary mm. things list. I mean, it was apparently of one of my father's biggest fears because that was something that it felt like he was really petrified would happen at every turn. Like yeah. it's like we had, you know, endless opportunities to get trapped under the ice, like I guess he would just always reiterate that, like, you can't, it's not easy to come back up through the hole that you fell from. Mm. Your dad is also not. a worrier. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's, a, that's, no how kidding. about that is just a life lesson, though? Yeah. You know, it's a lot harder to climb back in that hole you fell through. That's true. In Good all, point. in all respects. Yeah. So it se- seems like the nuns did hear baby Christina Ricci screaming because mm-hmm. they come out, which is, thank God. Yeah. The nuns save her life. She's- trapped but under that also, one little stick that's right there yeah well she's <laughs> she's drunk i mean well she's, she's drunk but she's also floating i mean yeah it's really hard to come back from that and i know and they didn't oh. do cpr they're just no, like she would have really died well yeah i think she was dead and like then i mean it's so horrifying it's very much like et where like you go into this hospital and i guess is it before they had vents i mean like she's in this like bubble yeah like it's hard bag. to figure out what is going on I yeah know. she's a plastic all around her so they can't touch her it seems so intense yeah her face she looks like a baby first of all like yeah. her face looks like a baby yeah and then and then like it really seems like she is dead or going to die and then yeah. she gets this call that's like she's gonna make it I'm like how she's fine how <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> she's not gonna be just totally great anyway like you know like and then she isn't she's she gonna be the next whatever. bell ringer right i mean it's just like you don't you don't go from like being unconscious for days it's hard to know how long she was in there well no it's rough it said like just a couple hours yeah and it may have been like induced or whatever and then they kept her for one day for Observation. observation so i mean she wasn't 
I don't know. Either way, like I, the whole not doing CPR thing and like calling yeah. for an ambulance, like how long did that take? That he had to go find a phone in a convent and like run to it. And then like, what were they doing? Just like patting her on the back. I don't know. She swallowed right. a lot of water. Yeah. So Winona Ryder feels like really bad about that. And she like cleans up and washes her face and does all that. Then then she and Cher get into a huge fight. Um, and, and Winona Ryder like tells Cher she's like a major town tramp uh, and Cher slaps her. So I was confused at this point because Cher comes in and she's like, I'm packing. Yeah. And I was like, they're leaving town. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, no, she's just getting clothes to take to the hospital to like spend the night there. I and She then, did come home to get clothes, but I thought she was packing to leave town, too. But then she comes back again and makes Winona pack and like we're leaving. Yeah. And so it's just very. Confusing. Yeah, it was confusing. I think I think the 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 short term was the hospital night. But I think the longer term was we're getting out of here because something bad happened. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's the pattern is that we run from the bad thing. Um, that slap was like very intense, uh, and not, yeah. not great either. Um, and then they like, then I wrote, they make up. So I don't know. What <laughs> That's all good. There. But they make up and then they go to Cooperstown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do you think I, I, my couchmate had a question about touching like Lou Gehrig. Was it Lou Gehrig's glove or somebody like? Is that still a thing you can do? No way. No way. It wasn't even like nailed down. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, I've been to Cooperstown. I don't remember. You think it's just open like that? That had to be like the 60s before like they got (laughs) hip to the fact that people steal stuff. Like, or that like if enough people touch it, it's going to just disintegrate. Yeah. Right. I think it was like nailed down, but you could still touch it. Oh, that's kind of cool. (laughs) <laughs> well, all the gloves touch it, and you can like, <laughs> well, sign me up. I just like Speedy Gonzalez out of here to Cooperstown. Winona Ryder becomes more popular at school because people think she likes to have sex in the bell Not towers. Cool. Okay, yeah. that was sort of my because it said she had like a reputation, yeah. and I assume that that's sort of what it was. We like yeah. rewound it a couple times to just see if it was more explicit, yeah, and it wasn't, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and when Nona Ryder continues to write letters with Joe, even though he's moved away, Joe California. got out of there to California because he almost killed a girl and violated another one. I mean, like Joe <laughs> so- knew what was up. He's like, oh, she's awake. She's alive. Oh, this is a good forever. time to leave a time. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Quit so- while you are ahead. Okay, because that was Nora's question. Why did Joe leave town? And- <laughs> yeah, I think because he dodged a bullet. <laughs> um, and like, but they also shouldn't keep writing letters um, until she's of age. That's my advice. Yeah. And then we <laughs> learned that like Christina Ricci still has like fuzzy what is it? Her hearing is fuzzy, which like you see like Ryan Rider like takes her cheek. It's like, look at me. It's like, how fuzzy is this hearing? <laughs> and like super sad, man. Like, yeah. uh, guess it wasn't so inconsequential. Like, drowning. yeah, hearing know. loss is a pretty major thing yeah. to live with for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent my Nona writer's fault but we do learn the lesson of this movie which is if you want to be happy for the rest of your life never, <laughs> never make, a, make pretty a pretty woman, woman your, your wife. wife actually love this song 
I do not too, and the it's awful. Of it, but man, it was on my it's like poppy. iPod yeah, it, and Peace Corps, and it's a fun one to play on the piano too. I'll tell you, and the yeah. uke, and like it's it's great. I like it. Yeah, but yeah, terrible you, lyrics. Good. Song. It's terrible lyrics. I mean, it's terrible speakover. I mean, it's like oh, all yeah. of it is gross. Hey, man. Yeah, it's, it's awful. So she sure is ugly, but she can cook. Oh my god. <laughs> And I remember, I do remember as a kid watching this being like, I don't understand this song. I feel like it's the opposite because, because Cher's so pretty Yeah. and Bob Hoskins is the ugly wife. Is that what it's about? Maybe. I thought it was kind of ironic <laughs> of like, deep in thought there. I know. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it where it's like, I, I feel like the song, the choice of the song is ironic because she is like, it's almost like. Bob Hop- like Bob Hoskins went against conventional wisdom, I suppose. But he's not even in the dance party at the end. It's only like the sirens. Like maybe that's maybe that's the point of it. Of like you know maybe they do make people miserable. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he may not be happy for the rest of his life. Yeah, right. You know? But they're also singing the song, so it's almost like you know, like how much is it is it the score and how much is like this song was popular then and we're going to have a dance party to it. I don't know. It's interesting. Mm. That's the, and that's the film. <laughs> Katie was going to take a sip of her I tea. Um, I, uh, let's see. Do I have any outstanding questions? Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess I just had a question about the shoop shoop music video and why that wasn't this movie. Mm. Um, but I think we talked and- about it. This will be a halfway German title corner, but because I don't have all the information, but it's basically in German saying uh, mermaids kiss better. Um, oh, title. Yeah. that's cool. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into our Hummers, Bellers, and Tummers. You know what? What? Let's start with Hummers. Oh, okay. We haven't oh. done that. We haven't done that in a hot minute. Okay. Mm. And I have a Hummer that I wanted to share. So that's why I want to start with it. It's it's one of my favorite little scenes in this movie. Um, it's where Christina Ricci and Bob Hoskins are shaving next to each other. Oh my gosh. In the yes. bathroom. And he's yeah. actually shaving and she's fake shaving. And I used to, I think we even mentioned this on this pod, but I used to like do that with my dad in the bathroom. And I used to like enjoy that process of watching him shave and like spend time with him and i was just thinking about like how nice it was that like baby christina ricci like could have a father figure to do that with and it's such a cute little scene it's like so cute that he's endeared to her in that way and it's a hummer for me i 100 percent agree i see that with my grandfather um yeah sometimes sometimes with shaving cream sometimes my own idea was to use spinach not cool um wait my face so like wet mm. spinach, I think a couple of times creamed spinach. I thought you did like this a couple just of times. wet spinach. Yeah, a couple of times I thought there's like pictures of me with like spinach all over my face, like excited to like <laughs> shave it off with a fork. But a lot most times in the mirror was with you know. But you smelled uh, great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It was a wonderful kid. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hummers. I guess I'll make mine. I wrote down like that. I just really liked that. Even the Winona writer was like very surly and kind of whiny in the movie that ultimately like they all kind of got a kick out of each other like she ultimately did laugh at and with Cher not even at the end scene but just in general like I can't remember the scene of it but like she kind of like 
I don't know, they're like walking through the car and like she makes her laugh. Like even though she thinks her mother's ridiculous and she has such a complex relationship, I think ultimately she like kind of does like the person she is or I don't mm-hmm. know, appreciates that she is kind of funny and like yeah. and fun and kind of like is is a mother. So and Christina Ricci as well. So I don't know. I kind of liked that, that there wasn't this like there's a lot of coming of age movies where you don't even see the parents or the parents are just cast as these like authoritarian jerks. Like John Hughes movies. Yeah. Um, and I, so I liked, I don't know, I like that. Uh, I'm going to go with, while I liked um, Smee in this one, Bob Hoskins, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the ladies, just all three of them. I thought very different, but they all did just a great job. Yeah. And they, they look like they probably had a blast filming this thing, yeah. um, even though their characters didn't always like get along. Yeah. But I thought just, Cher was great. Winona Ryder was great. Christina Ricci was great. Uh, and I usually don't like kid actors. They're just cloying and annoying, but she was just, <laughs> you know, the right amount. So uh, she was yeah. good. She was really good in this. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. How about bummers? Um, bummed you out. I think, I mean, I mentioned a lot of bummers and maybe we talked about this a little bit, but I think I was bummed that Cher was so mean to Winona Ryder after like Christina Ricci is like, well, she's like actively in the coma. Cause yeah. it's like, I think you need to have this out later. Cause like mm. this kid, this will destroy her. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. like, like, wouldn't you, I mean, like, I think that action only makes sense if Christina Ricci gets better because yeah. it mm. doesn't work if she dies. Right. And so, and as an audience, you're watching and like, you don't know if Christina Ricci is going to live or die. So the fact that like Cher is so much ripping her daughter apart for a terrible, terrible mistake just feels like terrible. I don't know. Also, Cher doesn't know like what Winona had done. Right. Like, and we can say what sort of like the blame is. And I think the majority of the blame is getting her drunk. Um, Like, I guess she was supposed to be watching her, but. I don't know. I mean, she could have snuck The out. mom lets her wander off by herself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. That, yeah. yeah. In that family, I don't feel like that was the big sort of transgression. Um, so, yeah, I, I to just compound on that, I don't see how Cher could have known to be that mad at one. Right. Yeah. Right. And also really to like slut shame her or something is like really hypocritical since she was like egging her on to hook up with him. Anyway. Which is another bummer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we've we've talked about like a lot of bummers. Um, so I, I won't pick any of those. Although I think they're more bummery than this bummer. But I think I'll pick my bummer is the is the nun getting the shoes in the store, mm-hmm. not the like head nun who was like, "Aren't you nice?" Like mm-hmm. Winona Ryder, but the other one who looked like she did not want to be a nut in her face yeah very upset <laughs> like she totally. was like nothing helped me under her breath and maybe she's gonna like decide you know when she starts playing horseshoes that like this is a good place to be but uh she looked very upset yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna give her my bummer card mine is gonna be the scene where Winona Ryder is driving and everyone in town is honking at her <laughs> just because this would be excruciating for oh, me to be the driver to be in this car yeah. at all and just yeah. no one seems to care like i just the idea of like putting this people yeah. this many people out 
of sorts just drives me insane. Yeah. yeah. And just to be anywhere around this sort of situation just makes my skin crawl. And uh, yeah. And they uh, were, they were so honky and loud. Like, I know. I think it was supposed like to it was be, a busy. It was like not a highway. It I was know. Like, just go around her. I think it was supposed to be for laughs, but I'm with you, Phil. It gave me like a lot of anxiety and I'm like, oh, this isn't fun to listen to at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would have just uh, pulled over. Just totally yeah, let them pass. Go around. Yeah. Um, how about dumbers? Mine, I guess, is kind of a dumber, bummer, dumber, but um, I just like really didn't enjoy Winona Ryder's narration. <laughs> anytime it happened it like took me out of it and like i really like her uh and it's not that i mind her voice but she has such a unique and distinct voice that like she doesn't sound it it gave it like this like christmas story vibe of the tone that i don't really enjoy that much either Mm. um I think it was like a very popular thing to do at the time. Like Wonder Years was out, you know, like I know it's like in real time, like it's her thoughts. And I thought a lot about like what it was like to, because she does it, sometimes she'll do it while she's talking to somebody. And so I thought about like what it would be like to act against that and like how much the script called for her internal like dialogue, you know, like Mm -hmm. share, share playing against that and like, or if they kind of filled it in later, I don't know. But I just, yeah, it was just so much. And again, I just didn't find her character that interesting. So I was like, mm-hmm. I actually don't need to hear <laughs> her inner thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my dumber is going to be to all our parent listeners out there. Don't wait till your daughter is 15 years old to have the birds mm-hmm. and the bees conversation. That's a good um, one. That's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever it's going to be, make sure it's a lot earlier than that. You figure out how you're going to have that conversation, but don't wait till she's 15. That's yeah. That's asking for trouble. Yeah. I have a PSA to parents too, is, um, it's not too late to still have it for her. <laughs> she says like, I guess it's too late to birds and bees. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. You need yeah. to talk it tonight now <laughs> and every night after that, apparently like, <laughs> It's um yeah, it's obviously like yeah, way 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 late, but it's not too late. Right. You can always <laughs> learn more. Yeah, yeah, it's like what do you think she even knows about it? Like she I mean, and did they have sex in that tower? I think no. they did. Oh, before while her while Christina Ricci was yeah. traveling? No, I think well, I think they might have Go had watch that some scene like again. some some uh, f- first base, second base. Mm, I don't think they had a home run. I don't know. I don't it, think they had P into V. I think it lo- sure looked like they did. <laughs> Annie thought the same thing. Huh. He was on top of her and they were thrusting. Interesting. Well, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> I like giggled. <laughs> I think it was dry thrusting. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. E- either way, keep it in your pants, Jake Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like either always. Way, she's a child. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, dumbers. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a little bit of a dumber bummer, but Cher, when she was like dating her boss who was married and she was like, you're going on a trip and you're not going to take me or taking another woman. And he's like, it's my wife. And she's like, kind of basically says something to the effect of like, these men never take me on trips. And Mm. then the first trip that she gets to go on is to Cooperstown. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, bummer, dumber. Like, that's not a fun place. Clearly all for Bob Hoskins. Never once did you say you're a baseball fan. Uh, So I'll make that my dumber. Mm. 
And should we talk about our outfits? Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about our outfits. outfits. I can talk about Katie's outfit. Um, Katie, you look like a real beautiful nun tonight mm-hmm. um, with your habit on and um, your big exaggerated rosary beads. But then you're kind of wearing like um, like a sexy polka dot 50s housewife <laughs> dress. Yep. And um, on it, it just says... I want to do disgusting things. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's an avant-garde kind of dress. It's like avant-garde, yeah. a little bit like Madonna, Papa Don't Preach. Yeah, totally. I like it. Thank you. Um, Phil, I like your Christina Ricci swim cap. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. old school with a little mm-hmm. strap. Um, and then also like the homage to her on your t-shirt. That's just like her little body with a full on pumpkin head on top of her head, (laughs) which looks really cool. (laughs) Yeah. But also like some weird horror movie. Can you Um... imagine? I like, was the point of that? Cause she's running around and like, I mean, it was kind of funny cause she's trying to spook. She's like, Rachel flex, but like, was it so heavy for her head that she couldn't make it work? Was that kind of the joke? (laughs) I guess it yeah. seems terrible. And like, can you imagine how painful to get onto your head? I mean, that has to be so like cut open anyway. Yeah. Also, if anyone's reached into a pumpkin lately, um, they're a little yucky. Um, totally. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of work to scrape those. Yes. Yeah. Super clean. No kidding. Um, Bridget. Um, I see that, uh, you're keeping it radical. Uh, cause you got, uh, a cool tank top on there that says uh get thee to a nunnery and it has a <laughs> nun just sort of blazing on the guitar yeah. uh, just having an awesome time um because that's it's awesome to be a nun and so um, awesome your shorts just sort of point down to your boots and they say <laughs> um i got these from a papa and they do not fit uh-huh can I just do a little shout out to my Chestnut Avenue nuns that I used yeah, to Yeah, I was thinking about I was thinking um, about you and wondering if like that was part of like the nostalgia for this movie actually because I forgot about that part. Yeah. They never wore habits, but they yeah. were yeah, just really nice people. That's awesome. Okay, so it's time to decide if mermaids is for real. And since it was my pick, I'll go first. Um So first of all, this movie was longer than I thought it was going to be. And it definitely, I don't remember all the narration that was too much. And it was a lot slower than I remembered. I just was like clearly remembering all the fun moments in the Bob Hoskins of it all. And I definitely did not remember this like statutory rape situation going on. (laughs) Um, so it's hard, but I, at the end of watching it, I, I did turn to my couch mate and we just, we talked about it and I do think it's for real, um, despite those things. And I guess this goes back to Alyssa Kay's point about like, what is for real? But I, I mean, like you said, Philip, I think these three women are just such phenomenal actors in this. And I think it's, it's an interesting story about motherhood in a different kind of way um i love the soundtrack so yeah i'm gonna stick with it's for real my nostalgia is winning over Mm -hmm. over my current state (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i I can go or you go go ahead you go ahead yeah 
Um, I mean, I was a little too middle bored with this movie. Um, it just didn't captivate me. I thought the needle drops were a little bit too much, whereas I think listening to the soundtrack would be great, but just in the movie, they just didn't hit for me all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I did think they had a great time filming it, but it, it wasn't for me. I've said this on other movies mm-hmm. you know, before that like this isn't designed for me. Um, if you're a 13 year old girl and want to watch this movie, um, <laughs> go for it. If you're looking for a movie to watch with your daughter, you know, go for it. My couchmate did say that she liked it. Um, mm-hmm. but I've got to think that there's better movies out there to watch. Um, and also don't come to me as a 13 year old girl oh asking for, for her movie advice. I'm not the person for oh my you. Does that um, happen a lot? It does not. All the 13 year old I do not girls. want it to start. Um, yeah. So long story short, I'm going to say it's not for real, but it's a movie not designed for me. Yeah. Um, so, but I've got to think there's a better one out there for the need. It just, I was bored. With Cher, I surprisingly, yeah, I think that sort of highlights (laughs) it more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I almost have the opposite opinion, but I could go on and on either way. Like I could make the argument either way. And in fact, I guess I am flopping back and forth. But I, I came into the podcast thinking I was going to say it's not for real. Um, but I think I'm going to switch and say it is for real. (laughs) And part of it is, I think this is a movie that's kind of made for me. And I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like this movie. I don't like, I don't really like coming of age genre, genres. I don't really like yeah, movies that are centered around kids. Like, I really like Stand By Me. I remember liking that as a kid and I would probably still like it, but that was like a real exception for me. Like I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. And the whole sixties nostalgia of it all. But I think to your question, Phil, I think part of it is, I'm not sure that there are a lot of other movies, I suppose. Like, mm. I think there it's so rare to have, like, a Bechdel test passing <laughs> film with Cher and with Winona Ryder and Christina Ricci, who I think are all... I think Winona Ryder just... I, I just didn't like the character, but I think she was really good. And I like Bob Hoskins. I liked that even though the tropes that I didn't like, I like that they subvert some tropes in some ways, too. Kind of like the whole mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins-Cher mix-up and... Mm-hmm. It's interesting because, like, I think there's a movie that it could have turned into quickly where Cher, that character, had a substance problem. Like, she was a lot less likable of a mom or, like, was a lot less complex of a character, I suppose. Um, and so as much as this movie traumatized me, and I don't really watch it again, <laughs> I do I do think it's for real for those reasons. Um, but, yeah, but what is for real, you know? <laughs> oh, Alyssa K has us wondering that, so... hard now she's sent us on an existential journey Mm -hmm. um well i have to play it because it's you know it's what we talked about so here it is Was it in Bob Hoskins' Kiss? I 
I don't know. I think I don't How know. Accurate I think is that song. <laughs> I Come think on. They just now, liked the song. You guys do know that that's not originally a share song, right? Yes. yes it okay. Was, yeah. Okay. But yeah, the Shoop Shoop song <laughs> made it number one in the UK and I think number thirty three in the USA. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for going on this mermaid journey with me. I've been wanting to watch this for a while, and it was not available for a while, and then it became available. That's right. And free on HBO. And free on HBO, so I felt like I had to... Jump at the chance. So if you've listened to the podcast and haven't watched it yet, you <laughs> yeah. can go back. Yeah, right. Go you're back welcome. and listen to it. Yeah, you're welcome. And Alyssa Kay, that was such an amazing yeah, intro. Yes, thank you so much. And we do feel wonderful. like your bestie. We are your besties. Thank you for being a fan of our podcast. Yeah. I know. It's we really sweet. It. And we appreciate it. And I'll come see you soon because my roots are growing out. <laughs> and oh. um, I might yeah. have to see you at some point. <laughs> yeah, come on out. <laughs> she owns her own studio it's great okay till next time see ya hey this is chris and this is joe from the curioso podcast and we give our stamp of curioso approval to the podcast that you're listening to right now 